is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. It's the last day of June. Last time I podcasted was June 16th, so we're talking 14 days ago, two weeks ago today. Um, but I've been very busy. I think I even mentioned on that podcast that I'm going to be uh, busy and don't know when the next time I'll be podcasting. Well, here it is. It's now the uh, 30th of June, and we are podcasting. Now, several things happened in all those uh, days two or two weeks ago uh, since then. Um, one was that we took a vacation and we went to Charlottesville, Virginia. And again, I can't remember if I even mentioned that on the last show because I know I was talking all about the Roadcaster Pro 2 on that show and something else. What was the other thing I talked about? Um Oh, people watching. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the whole people watching thing at the uh, bar we went to. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. But um, no people watching today. Um, so that was on Thursday the 16th. And then Friday the 17th, we went, excuse me, I just had a little burp. We drove to Charlottesville, which is like a two and a half hour drive down south. Uh, Charlottesville itself is, well, I'm sure you've heard of Charlottesville in the past with the... Um, riots and the protests and all that stuff and the lady who got killed there that was a couple of years ago two two or three years ago i don't know uh that's not the point of this <laughs> i'm just saying that even though charlottesville is in the southern well central slash towards the southern part of virginia um it, it it's mixed it's in, ter- in terms of like the south and the north um again that's not what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> we went there to go to wineries and we visited, We well, we stayed at a winery in their cottages. They have like four cottages on the property and they're not managed by them. They're managed by another company. But um, we stayed in one of them. We've stayed there like three times before. So we really, really liked them. And that becomes our base for driving around to different wineries for the next couple of days because we went on Friday and didn't come back until Tuesday. And each day we drove to different wineries and um, talked with winemakers and tasted wines and went out to dinner and had dinner at home. And when I say home, at the cottage, because it's, um, well, the cottage is like a, this four-room house. It's got a, bad, a bed, big bedroom, big bathroom, big living room, and big kitchen. And the kitchen's like an eat-in kind of kitchen. They have a table and chairs in there. And... Um, so you can cook there, and they have a big uh, deck on the back uh, to go uh, to sit out and watch the view, the sunset, and the birds, and the they have goats, and um, well, every once in a while you'll see horses go by. We didn't see any horses this time, but um, in previous times we have. So anyway, that was a, that became our little vacation, our I guess our June vacation because we're going um, on another vacation in August. Um, I'll talk more about that another time, but this vacation was uh, preset, like we had made these plans a while ago. So um, even though the price of gas like has shot up since we made these plans, and I was spending like sixty dollars every time I filled up the uh, uh, tank of, with gas, it was crazy, crazy expensive. Because everyone's right around anywhere between like four seventy nine and five nineteen, I think was the highest I paid. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, we had a really nice time in Charlottesville. We met, I think, I shouldn't say we met. We um, got to see again like four, maybe five different winemakers 
that we are friends with, and they um, met us at their wineries and let us taste a couple extra wines and then um, chatted with us and uh, stuff like that. So and then um, while I was gone this past weekend, my husband wrote the article for our wine blog, and I just posted it yesterday. Um, it's all about the different wines that we liked for the different uh, reasons and stuff. We didn't talk about the actual wineries themselves uh, much at all, but um, mostly about the wines. So anyway, that was from Friday to Tuesday. We came home Tuesday, um, I guess that was the, let's see, 17, 18, 19, 21st of, um, yeah, 21st. What did I have on the, I got to look at my calendar because I'm thinking about, um, oh, I know. Okay, so, oh, that's a, oh my God, that's like a whole nother story. So on um, we came home the 21st, and then on Wednesday, the 22nd, I had an appointment to get my oil changed on my car. And when I went to the dealership, because uh, I always take it to the dealership. I don't know why, but I do. Um, well, I had the 45,000-mile, uh, whatever, you, the service for the 45,000 miles, because my car has a, it has 46,000, but um, I didn't have the 45,000 d- done when it was 45,000. So I had it done this time. Anyway, so you know when you go to the dealer and they take your car and they tell you, you do, you you know, go through what you want done and then you sit in the waiting room and wait for them. Well, about 45 minutes later, the guy comes out and he tells me, okay, well, here's what we found on your car. Your, um, the shocks on your rear, I hope Faye driver's listening to this, because I really didn't understand, but he said, your rear shocks need to be replaced because they are leaking. And I don't even know what that means. I didn't know that shocks could leak. Um, so there's that. And he said, that's going to cost um, upwards of $700. Um, so Faye, you'll have to let me know if you're listening to this. Second thing he said was, your brake pads are getting close to needing to be replaced. Um, like he said, I think he said the front ones were fine, but the rear ones need are probably going to need it the next time I come in for service. And I was like, okay, fine. Then he said the third thing is um, the oil pan is leaking. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I, how would I know that? I mean, I don't remember seeing any oil on the, on the ground under my car. You know, like when you back out, yeah, I don't see like, like an oil spot. Because I have had a leaking oil pan before. But anyway... The good news about the leaking oil pan was that that was covered under the powertrain warranty of my car. Even though my car is almost five years old, it'll be five years old on July 10th. That is when my powertrain warranty is up. So literally, I don't know, two weeks, not even two weeks. Uh, Maybe it was uh, roughly two weeks before my, um, no, it's actually a little bit more than two weeks, two and a half weeks before my warranty is up, I had... um, the oil pan was causing, was leaking. So while I'm there, I'm like, okay, well, do I need to have the shocks replaced right now or can the shocks wait? He said they can wait. And then um, same with the brake pads. He said those will be like the next service or the service after that. It just depends on how well or how much you use the brakes, you know, how much you drive and all that kind of stuff. And then the um, oil pan, I'm like, well, clearly that has to be done right now because one, it's an oil pan leaking and you need oil in your car. And two, I've got it under warranty for now, so let's go ahead and do it. So I didn't have to pay for that. But the the 45,000-mile 
um, service was like $350. Um, and, you know, they change the oil, they rotate the tires, they do this, that, and the other. Um, actually, I do have the paperwork, but I don't want to go into all that stuff. So anyway, the point is, is that I had uh, the 45,000-mile checkup and uh, service done on Wednesday, June 22nd. Now, I tell you all this background about my car because um, on Friday, the 24th, two days later, I drove to Indiana for a family reunion. And then when I, and it was like um, eight hours to get to my hotel from D.C. to my hotel was, I think it was um, eight hours and 10 minutes or something like that. And I don't know why, I mean, I had updated, oh, I know, here's the other thing too. While my car was in the dealer for service, I had them update the um, Sync 3 system software to version 3.0 so that I could update the maps so that I could, you know, have an accurate, um, up-to-date map for this trip going to the reunion, reunion, family reunion in Indiana. So... um, I felt really good because I had, I was I was able to update the maps with no problem. They updated system software with no problem, and that was all good. Um, GPS told me exactly where to go, eight hours and 10 minutes. And sure enough, it took me eight hours, maybe 15 minutes. Because I was I, I um, deleted the, the amount of time that I stopped to have you know food a couple times and get gas. So it really was close to the exact time, eight hours and 10 minutes. Anyway, but here's the point. As I was driving through West Virginia, uh, well, Western Maryland, West Virginia, right in that area, there's a lot of mountains that you have to go over. And I had the cruise control on my car turned on because I was keeping the speed around 70 miles an hour because the speed limit was 70 or maybe it was 65. And it, but I, was, I know I remember it was around 70 miles an hour that I kept it at. And going up one mountain... All of a sudden, I get this ding, 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 um, uh, system default uh, engine, service engine, now. And I was like, now? I'm in the middle of driving. So that was like a little warning light that came on. And a message, that that message came up on the dashboard. So, you know, you click the OK button and it goes away. But there stays, a little light stays down at the bottom of the the, uh, dashboard. Anyway, um, so I'm thinking, what do I do? And should I pull off now? What should I do? I, you know, I don't know. So um, I just kept driving because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I just kept driving. But I did notice that the my uh, the power wasn't nearly as strong as it was before that uh, light came on. And then um, I had to stop to get gas anyway. So I stopped to get gas. And of course, you turn off the car when you stop to get gas. Filled up the car with gas. While it was filling up, I'm looking at my phone because I have the Ford, my my Ford app on my phone, and it has a copy of the message. And I read it, and then it says, um, "What should I do?" And he's in the he the the app actually says this is usually an indication of a sensor that has uh, you know detected something, but you can clear it off by doing this. And I did that, which is just you go through a Key cycle, you turn off the car, wait 15 seconds, then you turn it back on, and sure enough, the um, light went away. So I don't think anything of it. And then I drive the rest of the way to Indiana. I have a wonderful family reunion. All of my brothers and sisters were there except for one, and all of my other cousins were there. 
um, I think they were all there. Yes, all of them. Oh, so that would be interesting. All of the, okay, when I say this, it would be my mother, my mother's fam- side of the family, one, her two sisters and their entire families in terms of their kids and then their kids' kids were there. And then the my um, mother's only brother and his kids and some of their kids were there. So it was, there were 55 people there at this family reunion. And I posted, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, I posted a picture of just my family. And then a little bit later, I posted a picture of the entire clan that was there um, at the whole reunion. So um, interesting, you know, a couple of interesting things come from, come, came from that reunion in um one is that they're very religious because when we were standing around waiting for the, um, well, because the, I don't know how to, how to describe them. The, um, my mother's two sisters and brother, I don't know what we, they're not, they're, they're not like the matriarch of the family because that would be my grandmother and she's passed already or grandfather, the uh, patriarch. And he's, he, you know, they died a long time ago. But um, so I don't know what these three would be. I guess you can call them the current heads of the family because they're they're the three who have who are who have uh, survived or are still alive. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> anyway, it's my my mother's um, brothers brother and sisters, and we were waiting for the brother to get there because he uh, my my uncle Gene um, he's going to be ninety in September, and I thought Jesus. I have not seen him in 20 years because the last time I visited Indiana was 2002. And I drove my mother up there and we visited with all of her relatives and, uh, you know, her two sisters and her brother and all their families. So we did this back in 2002, but it it really was not a family reunion. Uh, There was a family reunion in 2005, but I was unable to go because it was the last day of school and you cannot miss the last day of school as a teacher. So um, I could not go to that one. But um, so for me, it's been 20 years, exactly 20 years since I've seen them. Anyway, so we, while we were standing around waiting for him to come, uh, it was suggested that my cousin uh, say a prayer for, because right after that, we were going to start having um, the lunch, the uh, all the food and stuff. So they arrived and we first took a picture of all of them sitting. And then, then my cousin um, which is interesting because he, my cousin who who did led the prayer is the only one who has left the Methodist religion that they all are that they all are a part of, and he became a Catholic. So he's like a Catholic convert, and he led the prayer for this. And of course, you know, I am an atheist, so I just stood there. And my cousin was being funny because he knows that I'm an atheist, and he said, uh, and th- this is the cousin that I talk with the most, and. I've stayed in touch with all these years the most. I mean, he's come to visit me and stuff. Um, he's also gay, but um, you should, you know, I guess that's okay to say. Yeah, he's gay too. But anyway, he's a big Catholic. I mean, he goes to Mass every single day. He, he goes to Mass. I just think that's amazing. But anyway, so he says, are you, are you going to be upset if I uh, you know, 
say a prayer. And I said, I don't care. I'll, I'll be very respectful and I will stand here. I'm not going to bow my head or I'm not going to say amen, but I will just stand here in silence and let you all, you know, do your prayer. I mean, I, I, don't, know, I don't have a problem with that. You know, because I don't have a problem with people practicing their own religion. The problem I have is when they want to push that religion on me or push their their religious beliefs on me. And um, anyway, so he said the prayer and it was fine and nobody said anything and nothing nothing happened. You know, it was all fine. And then we pretty much just spent the entire day um, eating and talking and catching up with everybody, you know, because there were so many people there. And it was funny because when we, when we all first uh, got our lunch meals, we segregated ourselves by family. <laughs> like all of my family sat together, all of my cousin's family sat together. And it was just kind of funny. And then slowly during the day, people started mixing up and, and you know, talking with each other and catching up and stuff like that. So it ended up being a really good, a really, really good family reunion. And, and we had, as I said, 55 people there. Um and it was really good to see all of my family, too. I mean, we were all together in, in November, last November, but um, we hadn't seen each other since then. So it was good to have, you know, catch up with them. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was my weekend. So, well, the, what, what we actually did was on Friday when I drove up there, we went to my brother's house because he lives in Columbus and the, in, in the uh, reunion was in Indiana. So it was like two hours from the, um, two hours apart. So we went to my brother's house on Friday evening and uh, went out to dinner just with my family. And then on Saturday was the whole big 55 people reunion all day on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we went back to my brother's house and played games with just my family members. And we caught up and gossiped about the, the reunion and you know uh, shared stories that we had heard from people in the, at the reunion that would, that. We did not tell others about until we were all together. And then we had pizza, and then we all went home because Monday was the big travel day to come home. Everybody was pretty much leaving on Monday, and I drove back on Monday. Didn't get back until, um, I guess it was 2, 2.30 in the afternoon. But on the way back, on the way home, again in the mountains of western Maryland, it happened this time definitely in western Maryland, I went up. Well, maybe the first one was in West Virginia. I guess it was the first one. So I'm, you know, going up a mountain. I'm, I got the cruise control on. I'm going 70 miles an hour, and that warning came up again. That message that said, you know, system default, um, service engine now thing came on, and between, you know, shortly after that, I had to get gas anyway. So I stopped and got gas. Turned off the car. Did the then waited 15 seconds and started the car up again, and the message was gone. But then in Western Maryland, like a couple hours later, I was going up the mountains again, and the exact same thing happened, got the message again. But this time, the little light on the dashboard that means um, service engine soon, the, the service engine light came on, and it would not go off because I specifically stopped after that to see if I could get that light to go off, and it did not go off. The information light went off, but not the light on the dashboard. So my service engine light is on. And, you know, for anybody who's OCD, we hate that kind of stuff. So I have got to call the dealer and get my car in there and have them find out, one, why that light is staying on, fix whatever it is, and then turn the light off so I don't have to look at it every time I drive. According to the um, the uh, um, owner's manual, you can drive with that light on 
but you shouldn't do you shouldn't drive long distances with it even though i drove like two hours with it on um from western maryland to dc um anyway so that was my family reunion trip now i do have just a i'm already over my time shit uh maybe i'll just podcast next week i'll do that um because i can all right well that's all i have to say i didn't play any sounds or anything I didn't, uh, you know, like this one. I didn't play any music or anything. I'm sorry. And I have this, you know, Roadcaster Pro 2, which I just updated the um, firmware to uh, the next version. Um, but yeah, all right, I, I do have some other stuff to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about not going to talk about that now. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for staying subscribed. And until next time, bye. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.